you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Welcome back to another edition of, what is it called, Jenny Ryan? Fingers on buzzers. A very good robotic voice. Thank you. I've been practising. Uh, How can you tell? That's high quality <laughs> robot voice. Lockdown skills, very good. Um, it's another podcast matchup, uh, and they've all been great so far. We've had some brilliant guests. Um, the guests that we have today, by way of introduction, I will say that they were involved in. I think probably my favourite night in my entire comedy career. Whoop which was when I appeared on Do The Right Thing. It is from Do The Right Thing. We've got Margaret Caborn smith and Hello. producer Ben Walker. Oh. Thank you, Ben. I was say thank oh. you for letting me out of the house, but I'm, I'm nope. not out of the house, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Feels like house. it, just yeah. slightly. If you close your eyes. <laughs> Gone into no, it the still smells like home, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Boring. It's nice, nice for us having uh, someone else with the first name producer on because we have producer Amanda yeah. and now it's her brother, producer Ben. <laughs> <laughs> That's brother. how names work. Yes, yeah, but we have the same first name. 
It's uh, Korean. It's that. It, it's like the Kim. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm learning things already. Well, exactly. This is a very informative and factual podcast. So, uh, so do the right thing. Everyone will know it. It's a huge podcast success. Uh, hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. But also informative because the questions that you pose, unlike ours, which are just general knowledge and trivia, the questions you pose in your podcast are truly important moral and philosophical <laughs> questions and they are dealt with with the seriousness with which they deserve. Yeah. I mean, I'm now remembering some of that night. and some of the stories that were told I mean I laughed more than I have ever laughed at Rick Edwards who is a friend of this show Um, we love Rick Edwards and he is not only a brilliant quiz show host as proved with uh, Impossible and Impossible Robot voice again. Well, you were practicing. (laughs) But he's just such a funny man, isn't he? He's just amazing. And he told a story involving um, Kinder Egg um, and car doors. I mean, I can't fully remember all the details of it, but it was was a very innocent story. Yeah, you don't want to remember all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what was nice was that he clearly, it wasn't a honed anecdote. It was clearly something he'd never told no. before. Because, you know, he's a very sort of... You could sort of see him regretting guy. it as yeah, he was saying it. It was as great. As he was saying it, he was like, oh, God, am I, am I right? Yeah, I'm doing it. And it made it all the more exciting. <laughs> well, I would urge our listeners to find that uh, edition of Do the Right Thing. Although, I mean, it is not one to share with the family. No, please don't. It's not Sunday dinner. Oh, no. <laughs> Work, home, it's really not. Just lock Nothing. yourself in a bunker yeah. somewhere and listen to that. Um, and also catch up on all the other fantastic episodes of Do the Right Thing. I mean, obviously, we're in the quizzing world here. Do you enjoy the interrogatory aspect? Interrogatory, is that a word? Inter- do you enjoy interrogating people, Margaret? Is that something that you would like to do more of? No, I mean, I do. I'm very nosy, if that's what you mean. I suppose <laughs> I don't know, like, the, the fact... I feel like I've been getting stupider for quite a while now, I feel. <laughs> and, I mean, I feel, especially since Brexit, I feel like we've all got stupid. Yeah. yeah. Collectively, IQ has gone down a couple of points, I feel. Yeah. And, and individually, during during lockdown, I, I mean, I feel that my, my my brain has atrophied. Well, I wonder if that's why quizzes are so popular. Like, part of it is because there's no sport and nothing much has been happening. But I do wonder if, like, quizzing is, is a, a way to try and keep our brains and reflect yeah it's like sudoku you can do with other people isn't it it's it's brain training (laughs) yeah yeah sudoku's with other people is i mean i've tried it it's bad yeah it's not a a team pursuit blank four yeah uh, (laughs) there's an amazing youtube sudoku channel have you covered this before no it's called uh cracking the cryptic it's a it's amazing but i mean clearly I'm feverish and uh, it's uh, something to do with lockdown. <laughs> but I found it immensely soothing. There's a very nice man living out in sort of uh, Sussex, I think, I don't know, uh, who uh, sits there and sort of solves Sudoku puzzles and you watch him do it. Oh, and, that's uh, soothing. It's that well worth soothing. It's worth checking out. Yeah. He, he, and he solved the cryptic crossword by Dave Gorman the other day. So uh, wow. it's, a, it's a lovely I'm channel. Gonna, I'm going to check that out because I think I've watched every episode of Yella's Marble Races by now several <laughs> times over yes now, i've heard about that's this thrilling and soothing at the same time yeah that's what you want yeah i like to um in the old days when i used to get on tubes 
I used to like to sit next to someone who was doing a um, crossword. And if they didn't do anything for a long time, when they wrote something, go, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Really annoys people. (laughs) Just a sharp intake of breath. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just leaning over and suggesting random answers would be quite Mm. good fun as well, wouldn't it? For uh, the the evening standard quick crossword, which is, it's sort of very easy, but it's very dense. So actually Mm. you need a lot of words to fill that crossword. Mm. Yeah. And there's been times where I'd have been happy if someone had just leaned over and gone, elbow, no case. <laughs> Cos, <laughs> Twonk, thwarp. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, any of you quiz fans, tell us a bit about your relationship with quiz guys. Should we go for Let's go to producer Ben first, because you've got a, a sort of deep and intense relationship with them, haven't you? Oh, well, uh, I've known quiz many years. Um, uh, I've always liked a good quiz, and... Uh, in my sort of non-podcast life as a sort of um, development producer for TV, uh, I've worked in a couple of small companies where I've been their comedy development person, but they've also been developing sort of entertainment shows at the same time. So I have been involved in developing a few quiz ideas, which is great fun. Uh, I was lucky enough to see one of them made, so that was great. Um, and I used one to run... Ones, one of the ones that didn't get made... Um... <laughs> had me and my husband um, voicing over clips for it. And the That's problem right. was that it, our funny voiceovers exposed how boring the rest of the quiz was. <laughs> <laughs> that was our note. <laughs> oh, wow. That's true. Um, yeah, so, you know, for all the successes, there have been about a million failures. But, uh, but I, I, I get lo- right. Yeah, absolutely. But I love the, I love the challenge of trying to get a quiz that... that that works well, obviously. And I used to, many, many years ago, I used to set pub quizzes for just just in my local pub. So oh. I've had a I've had a fun relationship with quizzes. I don't get to do them as much as I used to anymore. I've done a few in lockdown, obviously. What was the quiz that made it on of the ones that you were developing? Uh, it's called Relative Clever. Uh, it was on Sky One, hosted by Mel Gedroich, uh, for one glorious series. It was um, it was like an update, I suppose, of Ask the Family, in a way. It was family teams of four, where there were two, usually two kids and two older family members. And it was all very fun. You, you, the, the challenge was trying to find questions which everyone could, you know, there was a good chance of people being able to answer, but also would be fun for the people at home to play along with. So they yeah. weren't too obvious, but... Um, so that was fun. And then there were head-to-head rounds where you'd find sort of granny from one team playing against seven-year-old from another team, which was quite a fun <laughs> uh, feature of that show. Um, yeah, it's a fun one to, to develop. And as I say, it clearly was a success because it ran for one series. <laughs> There's been some great, great shows that have only done one series. We've covered some of them. There's, you know, Robert Kilroy Silk Shafted. I mean, that's... Uh... Yes. The full series didn't Hearing even get shown for the first time round. That's how, yes. that's how that's how controversial that it was. <laughs> yeah, at least all your episodes got broadcast. So <laughs> there you, you go. Know, it's it's a relative success, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> you're a winner. And what about you, Margaret? Did you have a favourite quiz growing up? We always like to talk about people's sort of. I was remembering um, Telly Addicts. <gasps> yes, we watched obsessively as a family and loved it. And do you remember the first? Because that was really successful, wasn't it? That ran for yeah. a few years. But I remember the first series, they had Winner Stays On. Mm. And the first family who came on was so good that they, lo- they they couldn't do that the next series because they were so good they did it. They went right through 
the entire like 30 episodes or whatever wow. and won the whole thing i can't remember their names but they sort of became heroes well they were probably more famous than a lot of the tv shows they were being quizzed about yeah though, well it, yeah, seems exactly. wrong in those days there's a, you know there's only three or four channels they they would have been yeah massively successful because um, well, that used to be at the beginning of quiz that was a big thing wasn't it that was why all the scandals in america were about you know people who'd been on for so long that the public had got to love them or hate them or you know they became sort of characters in their own right and then that kind of stopped didn't it jen after the you know the famous quiz show scandal well, it was, yeah it was the 21 scandal in america which is in the film quiz show because oh, they would yeah. have the resident brains and and the quality of contestants had to get so high to try and beat um, Herb Stemple that they they had to give up in the end and gave Charles Van Buren the answers so that he could boot off this guy who was just oh God, he was just yeah. too good a quizzer. Mm-hmm. You know, you think they'd just end the series like Telly Addicts did, like Noel did. <laughs> that down he went, we need to change the format, lads. Come on, yeah, yeah, because it has to be give the other teams a crack well. of the whip. Yeah, yeah, because that's equivalent here. Sort of count, uh, sort of um, countdown. Is the only? I'm well, sure you there can are only win. You can only win eight shows, can't you? And countdown, ah. and then you have to retire. But right. I don't know if that's always been the rule. Um, that might be something that's had to had to be changed. And you've got. Um, I think the only real show that's that does that that's been in recent times was. Um, I think it was in it to win it. Oh, it's one of the one of the. National Lottery ones. No, it's the one that was hosted by Eamon. Um, oh, God, why can't I remember it now? Because they all merge into one, don't they? Um, and well, the nice thing yeah, is our, our listeners will be screaming. It. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they could stay for the whole series and win, you know, basically an entire round-the-world trip on the basis of it. But the beauty of it was it was an eight-show series or something like that, and then yeah. you got the next lottery show came in. Yeah, uh, so they don't Eamon's really let nemesis. you win lots of- Oh, is he? He is slightly because uh, Channel Five developed a show called "Do the Right Thing." <laughs> yes. by but also, weirdly, in a quiz context, I once won a quiz that Eamon at Holmes hosted and and won a top of the range bike. So nice, um, that's yeah. a good prize. What was that a quiz? Tell us that. You know, uh, well, it was just it was a, some charity quiz at ah. uh, is it Century House, a club in London? Ooh, yeah, there was a club Avenue. called Century. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Uh, I was sort of roped into it, uh, and uh, and yeah, our team won, and I had to head to head at the end to win it, and uh, and uh, I won what a was bike. The question? I can't remember what the question was. All I remember was I won this bike, and I didn't cycle, and so I took about nine months to pick it up, and, <laughs> and then sold it. Um, yeah. you didn't which I now regret. You didn't cycle. I, I didn't have kids then. Uh, you know, I wasn't so much into just cycling around or anything. So. You could sell it now in lockdown because uh, I've been looking for bikes. They're an absolute premium. You go on eBay and people are, oh, they're going to be funding holidays in the Caribbean with the amount yeah. they're getting for their old Raleigh's and <laughs> choppers. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, whereas yeah. the best thing I ever won was um, a Bobby Brown Frisbee. Um, Bobby Brown, the, the pop star. The makeup, the pop star. It says <laughs> two, two can play at that game on it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, more but than two more, can play I was frisbee. Say, that's yeah. that's not quite accurate. Yeah, it's a rubbish. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if a Bobby minimum of two can play that game, and one can be a dog. Had it been Connect Four, then two can yeah. play at that game, right? Yeah. Licensing issues, though, surely. Yeah. 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 
frisbee. <laughs> a puppy brown frisbee. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I wish I'm, I, I left it in my student house and I feel really sad about it now. I think it would be a really funny thing to keep yeah. coming across. In my <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Explain <no>. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, yeah, I mean, if anyone has a Bobby Brown to play, play that game frisbee, then please get in touch and we will give you any money that you it want. Was, Just, yeah. It was because um, I was on the winning team, uh, the national pop quiz, uh, hey. uh, yeah, nineteen ninety six. It would have been, um, so that, yeah. That, that the NME people from the NME ran and went around all the universities in the, in the country. Um, but basically, the, the prizes were shit that had come into the office of the <laughs> NME. <laughs> Hence the frisbee. <laughs> probably wow. just an excuse for them to get out into student yeah, yeah, unions exactly. drinking heavily subsidised alcohol. Well, yeah. could we establish that you're both winners, which is a lovely thing to was know. quite a while ago. Well, no. <laughs> You've committed yourselves now. Yes. A bike and a frisbee have been won before. Very athletic, these two, aren't they? Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> you can see by what happens to those items. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to give you a chance to prove your quizzing prowess. So we are now going to give you, Margaret and producer yeah. Ben, a chance to <laughs> win not a frisbee, not a bike, but uh, the, uh, the respect and admiration <laughs> of the Fingers on Buzzers audience, who are a discerning bunch. So uh, so we're going to ask you some questions. And they're right or wrong questions, you see. You've just oh, got okay. to right or wrong. Yeah. Will you do the right thing and say the right answer? Yes, thank you. Good. Do the wrong thing. That was Amanda's idea. She's very good. She's very good at this. <laughs> um, she should so be a producer, shouldn't she? She should. Yeah. She, she's, well, it, she Full was born time. into the right family. Obviously, she was. The, the producer family. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ben, we're going to start with you. Simply need you to tell me whether this is right or wrong. Okay. Queen Victoria Queen Victoria had nine children. Is that right or wrong? Ooh. Well, I know she had a lot of children. Mm. You can confer if you want to, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That, that gave you the impression that I knew something, didn't it? <laughs> Come on, Margaret. <laughs> Bring up the Sorry goods. That. I feel like that sounds right, though. What are you thinking? Well, I think she had a lot of children. And so then it's a question of whether... I mean, nine does feel about right to me. Yeah. I'm trying to think of their names. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I'm going to guess George Albert. <laughs> Would she have a? She wouldn't have a child called Victoria. Okay, George Albert, and then George and Albert again, and <laughs> that's how names work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's it does when you're kings or queens, and then well, probably a William or Charles. Um, I'm going to say that nine sounds about right to me. Well. Okay. And if not, higher. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you are absolutely right. It was right. You did the right Ooh. thing by saying yes. Uh, so, shall I tell you what their names were? Please. Yeah. Mm, so, uh, she had... Yeah, there aren't that many royal names that are allowed. They just um, recombine them, though, don't they? She did yeah. have a Victoria. Victoria was the very first one, who was oh, okay. uh, Victoria Adelaide Mary Louise, briefly, briefly nicknamed Pussy, and then a few years later, Vicky, when they realised what Pussy meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so Ab Albert was the second one, yeah. Alice, Alfred, Helena, Louise, Arthur, Leopold, and Beatrice. That's nine, isn't it? Oh, That's the goodness. same as... Well, it's very close to your child. I've got an Arthur and a Beatrice yeah. uh, amongst my children. Oh. Very <laughs> royal. The, the producer dynasty is a royal one yeah. as well. 
Yeah, little producer, <laughs> producer, <laughs> producer Beatrice, um, and producer Arthur. Lovely. Well, congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. That was a very good answer. Yes. Would you like another question, though? I'd love one. Yes. Right or wrong again? Same principle. The infamous episode of EastEnders, which saw Dirty Den Watts tell Angie he wanted a divorce, occurred on New Year's Day in 1986. No, it didn't. Oh, Margaret! I know. I I was going to try and sort of, you know, think of how I could string it out before saying no. It was a Christmas episode, but um, no, it was a Christmas episode. Yeah, I'm making the wind up. It's the wrong thing. (laughs) Correct. Right. It's uh, yeah. We need to get the terminology. You're right, it's right. wrong. You're right, it's wrong. <laughs> Funnily enough, Correct. in Do false. the Right Thing, when we started out trying to do the right thing, we had a round called the Film and TV Round, uh, where uh, I think it was Michael and Margaret would act out a scene, a famous scene, and then people would try and guess, would, would suggest better things to have happened. And, and I think we tried it three times, and every time it was the Den and Angie scene, and it never went anywhere, and then we ditched it. And it's never, I don't think it's ever been in any of the podcasts. <laughs> the Den and Angie scene from EastEnders was the basis of a round that we flogged into the ground three times and never got anywhere with. Could you, uh, could you give us a little of your Angie now, yeah. Margaret? Is yeah, that... I absolutely can't remember. <laughs> it's weird, I can sort of remember the tone, you know, I can remember that. That and uh, right, but you know, but words, no. <laughs> exactly. It was just her. I'm a bit drunk. And, uh, I'm drunk <laughs> in a dressing gown. Then. <laughs> Did she say that? Was that one of her lines? I can't remember. I think I'm drunk in a dressing gown. Then was the phrase. Uh... <laughs> You're always drunk in a dressing gown. That's your problem. Ange. <laughs> there you go. But I think. That was a wonderful rendering of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Margaret, let's turn to your questions now. So, Margaret, is it right or wrong that the Hundred Years' War went on for 120 years? Well, I know it was more than the 100 that they claimed. <laughs> it's the thing. You sort of think, oh, that's... Why would they... Why was that... A, why would you have to name it something else? I don't know. Just because it's too long. Anyway, it's, it's definitely more than 100. Does 120 sound right to you, Ben? Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess that was right. But I was trying to think of what the, what's, the, what's the fancy word for counting in 12s rather than 10s? Would it be oh. do decimal? Like it's, it, it, it's the guinea of, um, oh. of centuries. It's the guinea of centuries, yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> about right. Let's abandon this. It's, uh, it's, worse, it's worse than the Den and Angie scene. <laughs> so your answer is that it is right that the yeah, I think so. Well, no, it's wrong, but it, ah. it's a bit of a sneaky question because of course you 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 were right in essence, but not in fact. Yeah, but no, that's fine. I'll, I'll accept the, the judges. It was 116 years that it went on yeah. for, rather than 120. So they were counting in the not the dodecimal the. Sex to do the de- decimals. Yes. Why, why, would, why would you not round it up rather than round it down? They wanted to make it seem like it was less of a hassle. Oh, it's only yes. a years what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, his, history is written by the victors. Um, yeah, um, we, we beat them in 100, yeah. 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 yeah, it didn't, yeah. Take yeah. Didn't need extra time, did we? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, Margaret, another question for you. Right or wrong? Right or wrong? Sylvester McCoy played the seventh incarnation of the Doctor in Doctor oh. Who. Oh, God. Uh-huh. We miss, do, do we miss Michael Legg at this point? In uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll be shouting at me if he doesn't do. Um, seven seems a little bit low. How many have there been? You can name them if you want. Oh, I mean, yeah, we'll... try and work through them. Yeah. Oh. I think the first one was William Hartnell. Correct. Yeah. Second one was Patrick Tram. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. No, hang on. Third, yeah. third one is John Pertwee. Pertwee. Yeah. Fourth one's Tom Baker. Correct. Yeah. Colin Baker. No, Peter Davison. Peter Davison, my Doctor Who. Colin yes. Baker. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe it is then. So that'd be seven. seven. Sylvester McCoy. Are we ca- or are we counting bloody John Hurt? When did he come? Is that after that? The War Doctor. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm looking at Jenny's face here. She's giving anything away. <laughs> go with, uh, you, go with your say... feeling. Yeah, seven. What was the question? Enough. Seventh, yeah. Yeah. You are right. It is yes. right. Here's the seventh oh, doctor. I'm very good with your uh, your listicle there of the uh, of the previous incarnations. Very good. I think mm-hmm. Sylvester McCoy was my doctor, in fact. But I didn't oh, see that you're much. You're a bit then. younger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, but, yeah I remember. It. Yeah, he did, and it vanished for ages. And I remember um, when the McGann version came out that my dad was very excited and I thought, well, the, what, why is he getting excited about this old programme coming on? And, mm. uh, yeah. You were wrong. Yeah. Eccleston, <laughs> Eccleston saved it, is what yeah. happened, really. Are those all our questions? That was it. You've done So the 20 minutes well. I spent revising the film Do the Right Thing this afternoon, <laughs> totally wasted. <laughs> Would you like me to ask you a question on Do you, the Right Thing? To. I mean... I'll just give you a load of answers now, right? Danny Aiello, John Turturro, uh, Spike Lee... <laughs> Uh, driving Miss Daisy would definitely have been an answer. Um, okay, good. Uh, I love this. Yeah. Broccoli. <laughs> Brooklyn and... and, <laughs> and did broccoli. they make broccoli pizzas? Maybe. Uh, um, they do, what, year, they do. what year? What year, Ben? What year was Do the Right Thing made and released? 
89? Yes, always very good. I mean, I literally revised it this afternoon. I thought, you know, I have to, uh, <laughs> I have to be able to. Show willing, but you, you know, we nicked their title. I have to, I have to. You've just pushed out a whole load of other knowledge that you might need, Ben. That's the, that's what you've done there. It was the film debut of which actor, uh, also uh, a star oh of... Who? Yes. Martha Norris. It was. Well done. God, you're amazing. Are we getting extra points for this? I think you will. I think, I think you, you will. It's only fair. It's like you've done your mastermind specialist subject round. Fine. So yeah. that's, you know, that's great. We now know when producer Ben goes on mastermind. No one asks for more questions on mastermind, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I this, this really marks you out as a proper quizzer because yes. you go yeah. to a quiz tournament, the proper quizzers will wait for the end of the official events and then decamp to a bar, a side room. Someone will get some questions out on a laptop. It'll be endless really? hours and hours and hours. Yeah, they can't get enough of it. Wow. It's, it is exhausting. <laughs> is there anything you'd like more questions on, Margaret? Any special no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah. It's time now for you to turn the tables and you're allowed to quiz yeah. us. And I presume, now I, I, we don't know because Amanda has been liaising with you about this. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping... Yeah, it, at one point when Amanda emailed, I thought she was giving us the answers to the questions that we were being oh, asked. Okay. And I was like, this thing. <laughs> I mean, it's not quote unquote. <laughs> there is no more fitting description of this podcast than it's not quote it's unquote. not quote unquote i'm <laughs> no nigel reese i'll tell you i'm certainly no nigel reese i loved it i did i did quote unquote and um and everyone i knew said oh my god you know so much about literature and i was like no they tell you because otherwise you're going to look like an absolute although no he just he gently nudges you along the right path yeah he's and they cut so that out yeah, he says, "Do you want to know that?" <laughs> <laughs> I used to, uh, I used to edit, quote unquote, uh, the, uh, like do the sort of audio editing of it for Radio Four, and um, that, was that story's going nowhere because it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah, you it sounded was, like you had some real gossip. I thought it was going to be a Rick Edwards real moment laughs. there. No. <laughs> I wish I hadn't started this anecdote, but no. I'm going to have to complete it. It's time now for the Do the Right Thing gang to quiz the Fingers on Buzzers massive. <laughs> Lucy. Yes. What are the first names of the aviation pioneers, the Wright brothers? Oh, um, the Righteous brothers. Not the Righteous brothers, the righteous but the Wright. I see right. what you've done. It's very good. This Wright, the Wright answers. Yeah, and I'm right going to give you the Wright answer ah, because ah. I'm pretty confident that their names were Wilbur and Orville. Very Orville, good. as in the duck. I wish I, I wish could, could fly. fly. <laughs> yeah, presumably he was named after the flying. Yes. You know. Yeah. You'd hope, you'd hope no, that the other was way around. Reference. The duck was named after him. <laughs> it wouldn't work the other way. Uh, <laughs> right, lovely. You get a point. Um, Jenny, which famous Wright was born in Richmond on the eighth of July, nineteen sixty-five? working as a journalist on The Sun and showbiz gossip columnist for the Daily Mirror before launching a television career and hosting a Channel 5 topical debate show from 2000 to 2018. Ah, that would be TV's Matthew Wright. TV's Matthew Wright, correct. Yeah, who's now transformed into Jeremy Vine. 
Yeah, same show. It's the same Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, it might be me next. That's really worrying. They need a female Matthew Wright. They do. Fun fact. I mean, it says fun fact. It's pretty bizarre. He in two thousand and three. Wright performed on stage with his favourite band, Hawkwind, at the London Storia. <laughs> and even more weird, he also re- released a single with them, Spirit of the Age, in 2006. That is Good for him. I thought that was <laughs> the... There you go. Oh, God. Anyway, lovely man, Matty, right? Lovely man. Hello, Matty. Big fan of Hawkwind. That's, yeah. I'm going to keep that with me forever. Ben, your turn to quiz us now. OK, well, my first question is for Jenny. Um, okay. Which London club did footballer Ian Wright, Wright, Wright start his career at in 1985? Oh, this is going to be not the club he is most famously associated with. Ooh. Oh, that is oh. correct. Yeah. So, Just I don't even know. That. I don't um, know which club he was most famous. Was he an, a t- Arsenal? It was an Arsenal person. Yeah, yeah. So, so it would be more ironic if he'd started at Spurs. But I might go for somewhere like Fulham. West Ham. Oh, nice. Can I give a clue? Yeah, go QPR, on. QPR, QPR. Uh, South East. Millwall. Nope. Crystal Palace. Yeah. Crystal Palace. No. Yeah. I'm lucky. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's a sixth of a point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should okay. be diminishing returns of quiz. <laughs> That's a good question, though, because you might have gone straight in and gone straight for him uh, kicking off at Arsenal. But have a a think about it, lads. Yeah. And eventually you'll get to Crystal Palace. (laughs) Lucy, I've got one for you. Um, Which famous right, Mm. born in Greenwich on 26th of August 1954, raised Mm. in New Cross, another South London boy, uh, and had a childhood ambition to work in entertainment... Um, I, I'm aware that's not a proper sentence, but I'm going to continue. In 1976, <laughs> they began broadcasting at Thames Valley Radio, getting their big break in 1979 at Radio Luxembourg, yeah. moving on to present an afternoon show on uh, yeah. Radio 1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a big it show. The silly boy himself. Uh, <laughs> it's some serious jocking with <laughs> the lovely Steve Wright. Steve... Right. It is. It, it is Steve Wright, and I also have some. <laughs> he doesn't have a nickname, does he? Which Silly boy. He, he, Silly he's boy. given himself. He's given himself a nickname. As all the oh, best people. Just, yeah, just, just rolled out about five nicknames. <laughs> what are you listening? <laughs> um, I've got some fun oh, facts about Steve Wright. Oh, lovely! Yes, I'm told they're fun facts. He's allergic to feathers and penicillin. Wow. Oh, that is fun. Wow. <laughs> Careful at the at the pillow factory, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they won't be able to save you. No, no he's done for them. Bitten by a pigeon and infected. <laughs> what a way to go. No, he's I'm sure he's very careful around birds and uh things. Gosh. That's a really fun fact. Wow. Well, yes. I mean, not fun it's, for Steve, but fun for no everyone Hawkwind. else. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, it's no Hawkwind. Well, I think we were quite... We, no, you did better than us, didn't you? I wasn't even keeping oh, yeah. it, to be honest. But yeah, that was, a, that was a win for Do The Right Thing. So who did the right thing? Ben and Margaret. Well oh. done. Yeah. So it's, 
it, now I think the last thing we have to do is uh, be pitted against each other by producer Amanda. Yeah. Thought that was the main bit. This, this it was the warm up for a, Amanda. Is this like a lightning round? Is this a speed thing? It's very much not a lightning <laughs> round. <laughs> it's the meander it's round. The it's have the to go and have a dinner. It's, it's the, the yeah, it's it's the ramble round. It's the little <laughs> around the garden path round. You get a question each. Um, so the idea is is that you are supposed to be pitted against each other, but. You know, we, we like a bit of team effort on fingers on buzzers, so it's a very coercive atmosphere. You know, everybody helps each other out. Coercive? So. Yeah, the, yeah o- the other one. <laughs> yeah, the opposite coercive. I, I heard the rumours. Oh, my real feelings are coming out. <laughs> my inner monologue, oh no. <laughs> okay, so we've done a, a couple of rounds on rights. Mm-hmm. And so now we're on to some things. Um, so we've got some questions about some things. Miss the rounds about things. do and the. I, ben, um, I had it's to been do around this. on do. Like it's like um. Agadu. Uh, Agadu. Do do do. Uh, come on and do the conga. Yeah. Most um, the music is do, isn't it? Yeah. To do, 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 the police. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, right, well, when you, when no, you come back on again, it. then um, and it gives you everybody time to really knuckle down and do their <laughs> yeah. research into that as well. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Prepare yeah. yourselves better the next time. Yeah, yeah. if you wouldn't yeah. mind. <laughs> um, right, so your questions <laughs> on things. I'm going to start with you, Margaret. So which US band had a hit in 1999 with the song All the Small Things? Oh, oh no, God, this is something that um that we always sing when we see Aldi. <laughs> Aldi small thing. <laughs> but I can't remember the name of the bloody band. Um oh I'll give them a made up name. You can confer, um, you can you can all um, Oh Jen's got it, Jen knows. Ben, I might, Jen might actually. Yeah. I've got a ben? I've got a guess. Go on, Ben. You go first, Ben. Is it Blink one eight two. It is. Oh, You're right. Well yeah, done. That's... That was absolute catnip for me because I was working in a record shop at that time. Oh, well, so you know that I have a, I have a golden era of 1998 through to 2002 ish. Is yeah, um, that's that's pretty solid for me all around. Ben, your question is: The Thing is a fictional superhero appearing in American Marvel comic books published by Marvel Comics. Kill surprise! The character is a founding member of which fictional superhero team? Well, this is very much my Achilles' heel. Uh, superheroes. Oh, I'm going to you loads, Ben. Mm. Are you gonna, <laughs> I mean, the only superhero team I know of connected to Marvel Comics is the Avengers. No. So it won't be that. No. There are fewer, fewer <laughs> oh, of them. How did you know that, them. The shaking heads. Is that, is that helpful? <laughs> it's a smaller crew, I smaller would crew. say. Yeah, a smaller crew than the core. Avengers. Yes! yes. Oh, lovely. Oh, I should have I known yeah. that. Yeah. Just numbers, isn't it? It's, numbers. it's one of those that they keep trying to make films of, and they're always terrible. But they yeah. keep trying. And I'd, I'd, they just need to give it up. <laughs> yeah. well done anyway, that was... they want to waste some money don't they team do the right thing got it anyway because Margaret knew so that's great absolutely <laughs> well done Margaret 
Okay, Jenny, which 1982 American science fiction horror film was based on the 1938 novella Who Goes There? Thing. It is the thing, yes. <laughs> I mean, I thought there was a pretty strong chance <laughs> that you would get that because... John Carpenter's the thing to give it its full title. Mm. Okay. You've you redeemed go. yourself there. Some, some extra knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than just saying the theme of the round is my answer. <laughs> Lucy, that's probably a clue for <laughs> It's like when... Um... Is it going to be about a character from the Adams Family? It's like on Popmaster when, uh, you know, on Popmaster where people choose their bonuses and it's like you can have chocolate or whatever and then it's, you know, Chocolate Girl by Deacon Blue <laughs> and they're going, oh, I don't know. It's by Deacon Blue and I don't know. <laughs> you, should, you should always go, on Popmaster, you should always go for the weirder bonus topics. Yes, 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 yes. With yes. those you can usually predict what, what's going to come up at least yeah. two of them. And if this is thing from the Adams family, then you can just drop the mic and walk away, Jen. There you go. Predicting the answers to a quiz question is like, that's the best feeling. Yeah. Talking about Popmaster, you're I think you've got a very strong chance of getting this one, Lucy. Um, Ken Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> that's his nickname, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the radio thing. <laughs> he's my everything. Ken Bruce, he's my first, yeah. my last, and my everything. Oh, so, yeah. how lovely. How lovely. <laughs> okay, which song written by Chip Taylor was originally recorded by US band The Wild Ones in 1965, a year before finding success with a UK act? And if you need an extra, I can give you a little clue. If you... Is it You To Me Are Everything? Just read a song that I can it's sing. Oh, baby. baby. No wild thing. A wild it, thing. The trogs. It is wild thing. Ah, they were released in 1966. Yeah. Very well done, everyone. Oh. You know your things. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Bravo. Well done. Well, we, well we, we, done. we redeemed ourselves in the final bit of the quiz, Lucy. We, we've done all right there. Although well, I feel we did have slightly easy. I definitely had an easy question. <laughs> That's not the way it usually goes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I admit. About things. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hang on, there wasn't a thing in that question. <laughs> I was going to reverse it, but um, yeah, I should have reversed it, really, shouldn't I? Yeah. Well, if if our <laughs> listeners, if what, our like listeners... Jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have to do a Jeopardy-themed episode where everything is the other way around. Yeah, topsy-turvy. Answers are questions and questions are answers. Yeah. Well, and if our listeners want to send in any more thing-related questions, if they want to send in questions for Ben on Do the Right Thing, yeah. the Spike yeah. Lee movie... Uh, or if they want to send in questions for Margaret to be answered in the style of Angie Watts, <laughs> feel free. So she doesn't to do. sound like she knows much, so I'm happy to do that. <laughs> Whereas actually, Anita Dobson, a very knowledgeable oh, woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, her and Brian May—that's a couple you'd want on your pub quiz team, isn't it? Oh, imagine. I've worked with Anita Dobson. Have and, you? Uh, she's very knowledgeable. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Good. Good solid work there, well done. Yeah. Um, so before we go, which we must, it's been an absolute delight talking to you. I feel I should ask you a sort of a do the right thing style uh, sort of moral question with a moral dimension. Um, if you notice someone cheating at a pub quiz, this is a subject we cover quite a lot, what is the right thing to do? Oh Margaret, Ben, what's, I mean, either of you. 
I mean, throw their phone to the floor and then get a chair yeah, are they on their and phone? smash the screen <laughs> yes, with a look yes. of the chair leg. <laughs> I would yeah, say, I... you know, violence is called for. Very good. Very yeah, good. Up, up, turn their table. Yep. And, yep. Uh, yeah, scream. Well, that will scene in general, it's... Yeah, it's what Angie would do in a pub <laughs> You slag! I've got on my... Um, on my wristband is WWAWG. <laughs> what would Angie Watts do? It's seen me through hard times. <laughs> oh, God, I bet we could find. I bet there have been some really terrible episodes of EastEnders where there's been a pub quiz in the Vic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going her. to say. Ian Beale had one, didn't he? He had a team. And he was all there. I can't remember what Ian Beale's team was called, but they were up against John's shirt. <laughs> and that was the name of their major rivals. But I went. I was. Do, I was at university at the time. They were lo- all the pub quizzes. Every single one I went to had somebody called John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ian. Ian made Cindy go and sit in the toilets because it was when the the first sort of mobile phones were around. She had a mobile phone with an oh. encyclopedia, and um, she had to sit on the in the toilets oh, on the like phone. An early Google. Yeah, and basically try and find out the answers for him. She was not happy about it. No wonder she had him shot. <laughs> I think it was that. That's I how you deal with cheating in pub quizzes. Exactly. There we go. There's your answer. <laughs> Wait a few years and then get someone to shoot your husband. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we've solved that dilemma, so we're, we're all very happy. And it has been an absolute joy. Do go and listen to Do the Right Thing if you haven't already, because it is an absolute treasure trove of delights. And give our love to Daniel and Michael as well, won't you? Because you are do. you're doing lockdown episodes and live streaming and all sorts, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. we have been. Yes. Yeah, they're you know really painful. <laughs> as, as all these things are. <laughs> not ideal is the is the phrase I keep using. It's not ideal. But it's not <laughs> ideal. But I've really sold it, haven't I? As a... yeah. <laughs> Come and listen to our painful show. <laughs> uh, if, if any of your listeners do Google us, we're not the Spike Lee film. No, or the Eamon Holmes Channel the 5 thing. Channel 5 thing. <laughs> yeah. Google yeah. Do the Right Thing podcast, you'll find us. Hooray. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We love you very much. Thank you for having us. For having us. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, I said the wrong thing, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming. And um, The heat's getting to you. (laughs) Oh, God, I tell you, my back is sweaty. Anyway, uh, it was lovely to speak to you guys. And thank you to all our gorgeous listeners, as always. And we'll see you next time for another edition of Fingers on Buzzers. There's the robot. Bye! Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin MacLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.